Underdog Collectibles is an online shop run for collectors by collectors. Join them every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday night as they break new products, talk sports, and hopefully you'll pull a great hit to add to your collection. Visit them at www.udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. Remember, always bet on the underdog. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Now, the last six weeks or so of my life have been filled with activities focused on getting my new shop ready to open and organizing a ton of inventory and pricing cards have been the tasks that have been both fun and eye-opening. As I had mentioned before, the purchase of this card shop included about a million cards of inventory. Two to 300,000 of it was actively for sale in the shop and about 700,000 of it was just kind of bulk in storage from collections that had been purchased over the years. And so I had to really figure out what in the world I was gonna do, how I was gonna approach this. And today I just thought I would give kind of an update on the last six weeks, what some of the steps were that I took to get things ready to open up the shop. Some of the things that I found as I started to go through the, the first batch of this million cards of inventory, as well as some of the things I found from my own show inventory that I had to incorporate from being in boxes at my house into boxes at the shop mixed in with everything else that was there. And so that's what I want to cover today. Let's start with what I did, how I started to approach some of the stuff at the shop. And really it it started with the things that were in kind of the locked office area of my shop. That's kind of the true shop area. And what was in there to start with were a few racks full of 80s and 90s wax boxes and 80s and 90s factory sets. There's a display case with a few of the nicer older boxes as well as some of the nicer higher end singles that were included as part of it as well as a bunch of small traded sets and some of those store retail sets, some memorabilia and and, uh, McFarland's and starting lineups and a few things like that. And a table full of boxes uh, that were kind of dollar, $3, $5, $10 type boxes. And that's what I got started with. And I actually spent the first couple days before I was open just starting to go through those and repricing. There were some wax boxes that had gone up significantly that I needed to reprice higher. There were some that were priced a little bit higher than I thought was competitive, and so I lowered the price on a lot of those. And the same thing with a lot of the singles. There were singles that had gone up significantly in price, and there were singles that I lowered the price of because I felt that was going to lead to a more competitive sale. It took quite a while to go through all of those, but it was fun. Again, I found things that I had never seen before. There were non-sports sets from the 80s, you know, Magnum PI and Star Wars and, you know, just a variety of different movies and TV show sets, E.T., you know, some of that kind of stuff. And it was neat to kind of go through and see some of those for the first time. 
And I just had a lot of fun doing it and looking things up. It really provided me an education on the value of a lot of these products that I had never looked into, I had never researched, but is leading and giving me a foundational knowledge for future collections and future sales. And so that's one of the things that I've appreciated so much so far is that I've had to go into eBay, I've had to go into ComC and look up the values of some of these products that I just wasn't familiar with at all. The next big task and undertaking was out in the, the more open area of the shop where I've got a lot of my quarter boxes. And those are the boxes that I have between a quarter and a dollar. And I went from having three to four of those, maybe five that I would typically have at the show, it was three or four baseball boxes, one football box and one basketball box, to now something like 15 or 25 rows full of those. I've got three to four, maybe five just for basketball, three or four for football, and the rest all baseball, organized by player and or team, depending on the sport. And that was more of the challenge. Where was I going to put those? How was I going to group those? How many did I really need? I went through the inventory of some of those teams and players that already existed at the shop, but that is another place where I really needed to go through and, and incorporate all of the, the cards that I had at my house. And I had not priced those since February. The last show that we had was in February before COVID hit. And so I needed to look up a lot of those and say, are these still a quarter? You know, some of those as I went through, I would have had in my quarter box and now can routinely sell for a dollar. And so I needed to reprice those. There were a few other major improvements that I really needed to, to reprice and just kind of blew me away based on how crazy the market has been recently. Here's a couple of examples of what I'm talking about there. In my basketball box, I had I found some 2019-20 Prism Lucas, not refractor or not Prisms, just base Luca cards, second year base Luca cards that went unsold at the show in February for 50 cents each. Now they're actively selling for 40 to $50. That's a good come up. And I'm glad they didn't sell for 50 cents back in February. Another one that I found in my football box was a Mahomes Prism. Uh, not a rookie, just a, again, a second year card. And this one went unsold for a dollar back in February. And when I looked it up, it's selling for about $80 now. I mean, these are some big come ups. And there were several other Jordan, Shaq, Kobe, uh, other basketball stars, especially. I found some other Prism second year cards and a few other um, Prism rookies from last year that had increased significantly throughout the summer. And I had to go in and look those up and reprice those, but they, they added a nice little boost to the level of cards that I had for sale. And so that was one of the things that I, I really had to go through and do is reprice and validate the prices that I had on a lot of those cards in my inventory to get things ready to go. Well, I opened up the shop officially a couple weeks ago and the first couple weekends have been great. The, the organization seems to help. I've had a lot of people come in and dig through some of those quarter boxes and dollar boxes. I've sold a ton of 80s and 90s wax. In fact, on baseball, I'm almost sold out of, of old baseball wax boxes and packs. And that was uh, you know a few hundred dollars worth of packs and boxes that I've sold over the last few weeks, which has been fun. 
some of the basketball has been selling. And I've sold a few of the higher end cards too, that some of the higher end Jordan and Kobe um, type cards that, that I found and that I had available for sale. And so the thing that I've been pleased with so far is that it's been a great mix of low end quarter box type cards, you know, a few thousand of those that I've sold over the last few weeks, as well as some of the junk wax era boxes, as well as some of the higher end singles. And that's encouraging to me, that that variety, that mix of customers, that mix of inventory that's being sold, that's encouraging to me for the long-term viability of the shop. Now, the first couple of weekends were definitely more on the, uh, the weighted end of the sales. I think there's a pent-up demand. The shop hadn't been open for three or four months. And so I think there's a little bit of pent-up demand there that led to things. This weekend's been a little bit slower, but still very profitable overall for me. And so I can't be, I can't be much happier with how things are going with me running limited hours, essentially from noon to four on Saturday and Sunday, to still be generating the level of sales that I am, meeting new people, new customers that I didn't know before that have that have been coming in, and continuing to build those relationships as well as continuing to generate some sales online through just some of the, the pictures that I post on Facebook and Twitter and people reaching out saying that they're interested in picking up something that was in the photo or in the video. And so it's been a lot of fun to get started with that so far. The other key activity that has happened primarily at my house throughout the rest of the week has been starting to go through some of this unsorted bulk inventory things that were mainly from collections that had been purchased over the last several years and and uh, the former owner just hadn't gotten around to going through and and it's kind of like searching through a, a needle in a haystack or a treasure hunt you could call it uncovering the hidden gems maybe but i started with box by box and i would just pick up a printer paper box full of 800 count boxes or i would pull up a five row and just start going through it to see what I um, can find. And so I probably have gone through maybe 200,000 or so cards in the last six weeks from the, these bulk collections, and the results are just so entertaining to me. Uh, you know, I'll open one monster box, and it will be filled with 1988 tops, which, as we all know, has very little direct value. And the next five row down will be full of mid to late 90s, basketball cards in order you know and there's rows full of Kobe and Dirk and Shaq and Jordan and all of these 90s inserts that we've come to love and it will be you know a thousand dollar five row and so you know some of the cards I found so far is uh, I found a Topps Kobe rookie that was just sitting there loose throughout a bunch of other um, cards from that year just mixed right in there with the rest of them. I found a Michael Jordan uh, Topps Chrome preview card that sold for seventy or seventy dollars or so. In addition to that, um, you know, a lot of those cards were, like I said, in order and not very plentiful on sport lots. And so those are going to be great direct sport lots inventory that I essentially only have to list. I do have to do very little sorting, and so that's going to be fantastic. Uh, I recently found, and just yesterday, in fact, I found some sealed packs of 1992 
wild card stripe cards, which seem to be extremely rare. You know, I looked on eBay and I couldn't find anything on eBay. The individual cards on Sportlots and ComC and eBay seem to sell for, for fairly decent prices for 1992 cards. And nowhere could I find anything about sealed packs of stripe cards. And so I went on the hobby hotline. I pulled up those on the hobby hotline, asked Rich Klein, asked those hosts. A lot of people had a lot of theories. And we even opened one of the packs of the five stripes right there on the show. And it was a it was a full pack of five stripes with 21 different players in it. And so I'm sitting on like seven packs of five stripes, nine packs of 20 stripes, something that seems to be extremely rare that some of the, the, the folks who've been in the industry a long time have never seen before. The current theory is that this is what Wildcard did when somebody redeemed a bunch of cards at the same time. And so what, what they are the theory is that when Wildcard got these in from somebody and they got their five cards from all these 21 different players, they bundled up their redemption cards, sealed them in a pack, and sent that back to to the player. That's still not 100% proven. That's still a theory at this point. Um, I, like I said, I've got like these 16 packs that all look to be similar in size. So it would seem odd that there were that many people that redeemed exactly 20 to 21 uh, cards at the same time. But maybe that's the, the size of maybe they redeemed even more than that. And Wildcard just packed them out around in roughly 20 card packs as they sent those back. But anyway, that is a cool find to me, something that very few people have ever seen before that seems to be extremely rare, especially with quantities at that level. That's the kind of hidden gems that are just fun to go through as, as I uncover this type of stuff. And, and so it's been a lot of fun. And so, you know, when you have one box that's worth $5 that I bulk out on Facebook and another box that's worth $1,000 and I just don't know what I'm going to uncover when I pull the lid of that next card, that's just so much fun. I'm having a ton of fun going through this. And eventually, those cards will get sorted into the, the shop inventory. As I go through them, there's the things that get bulked out on Facebook, like I always do. There's a box that's going to get ready to go to ComC as soon as they start processing things normally again. There's the things I'm going to sell on eBay, on Sportlots, and the things that I will incorporate into the inventory at the shop. So, so far, I've got a long way to go but I've been having a lot of fun. I've built up a network of four to five people that have been purchasing some of these bulk lots on Facebook and am at the point now where they say, hey, don't even bother listing it. I'm going to buy it from you. Just reach out when you've got the next one ready. And I've got those four or five folks who I can now reach out to and kind of rotate through to buy some of these big bulk lots as I continue to go through this million card inventory. And that type of thing is going to be uh, great as I try to move this stuff into the future. So overall, I'm having a ton of fun. The first month has been going great as far as having the shop open. I'm looking forward to the next fall and the throughout the fall and the holiday season as things continue to get um, stable and and progress through and people find out more and more that I'm open again and all of that type of stuff. It's been a lot of fun so far. 
Well, this is a type of episode that I just wanted to give an update. And so I'd love to hear what you think. And did you enjoy hearing about how things are going and some of the hidden gems that I've been uncovering so far? If so, let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter at the Mike Summer. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And as always, if you haven't already done so, I would love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. I've got a goal to get this show to a million downloads, or not a million downloads, that'd be great, a thousand downloads per episode or a thousand listens per episode, and we're currently between seven and eight hundred, and I would love to get that up to a thousand by the end of the year, and so you sharing it, you leaving a rating and review is a big help in making that happen. Well, That's all I've got for you today for the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Until next time, I hope you enjoy collecting. I hope you enjoy learning about the hobby and and the cards that make you happy. And I will catch you next time.